1: So excited to talk with my next guest. We are at the Mall of America in the rotunda as we've been all morning with WCCO, raising money for Union Gospel Mission. And right now, the number to call is 952 858 8,300. We have a three-to-one anonymous match. That means if you give a dollar, it becomes four. If you give 25, it becomes 100. I really want you to give 50,000. I think that becomes 20,000 or, excuse me, 200,000. Remember, I don't do math, but I want you to give as much as you can. And I'm, I'm so excited to talk with our next guest because Jordan is an alumnus of the ACTS training program that we were just talking to Matt Deitner about. Jordan is the reason that you are donating today. And if you haven't yet... I'm hoping his story will spur you to realize that Union Gospel Mission works, the ACTS program works, because Jordan has an awesome life now because of Union Gospel Mission. Jordan's sitting right next to me here at the Mall of America. Thank you so much for joining us on the air.
2: Yeah, yeah, pleasure to be here.
1: All right, tell us the story. Uh, Tell us uh, what life was like for you as a teenager.
2: Um, I grew up in a broken home that had a lot of conflict and a lot of arguing, a lot of yelling. Um, My dad remarried, and I kind of felt rejected because my stepmom had uh, a son, and I just slowly distanced myself from all family, all friends, and Mm -hmm. began coping with with drugs and alcohol at a very young age. About 15 years old was when I uh, kind of became dependent on them, and from that point on, I just... Every day was kind of seeking that next high seeking to get um, away from life and coping as much as I can by distorting my my thinking my brain my consciousness um, and it was just a, a consistent downhill uh, digression to a point where i I couldn't really function in life anymore and mm-hmm. started to make decisions that hurt the people around me and obviously were hurting myself for uh, over a decade and uh, there was a point where I made a handful of decisions in 2015 that uh, caused me to lose everything. Job, place to live, and I was bound for the streets. Um, but I ended up having an opportunity to go to treatment. Um, that led me to Indiana. Uh, mm. But when I when I came back to Minnesota, I had a warrant out for my arrest. So when I uh, came back, my dad was the one that pushed me. It's best thing you can do is turn yourself in. So I did. I was thinking now I have six months of sobriety. I'm good. I'm good. No, still was no for anybody to to live with. And I had nowhere to go. Um, I Google searched homeless shelters and where I could stay. And there was three different options. As many people know, there are multiple homeless shelters. But Union Gospel Mission was like 64 font on Microsoft Word. You know, when you're a kid and you put, you know, 64, you know, 128 in there. And it was huge. Like, that's what it looked like for me. I'm like, this is where I need to go. Um, So
1: it was a a Google search for you. Yep.
2: Yep. Wow. And so there there was a recommendation months before um, that some, I remember somebody saying it. And that might have what sparked me to mm. s- focus so heavily on that. But I'm so grateful that it did, because that first week that I was there, I slept in the cots for four days. And it was it was eye opening experience for where my life had gotten. Um, but it was also very, very, uh, I felt very content because I had a place to stay. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I recognized that I lost everything. But now I had a place where I could lay my head every single night and I had warm food. And clean water to drink, and be able to take a shower, um, while still having nothing, and still having a, a, like a life that's worth living. And I think that's the most difficult thing when anybody gets to that point of losing everything is hopelessness. And it, it's easy for the hopelessness to set in. But through through a lot of the staff at, at UGM, and through a lot of the a lot of the people that were on their way up and going through the programming, especially ACTS, formerly Discipleship Program, um, I could see that there was a path towards a successful, healthy life. And I think
1: you said hopelessness. That yep. word, I think, resonates with so many people. Mm-hmm. And now remember, Jordan, you had a family, you had a dad, yet he still wasn't able to live with them. So yeah. at some point you felt rejected yep. by people, even though he encouraged you to turn yourself in, you paid your debt to society, yep. uh, yet still didn't have that kind of support that you really needed. Mm-hmm. And what I think inner strength it took to go from hopelessness to I need to get myself some hope yep. and get myself uh, and some opportunities. And friends, that's what you're doing today. You're giving people like Jordan, and we all know somebody like Jordan or multiple people like Jordan. He's just a regular kid. He's sitting right next to me right now. So handsome, regular kid. Uh, we all know that. And I think that that's what Union Gospel Mission does. And your dollar, your $10, your $50, your $100 is battling hopelessness. And I want you to call these these folks behind me right now, 952-858-8300, 952-858-8300. We all know a Jordan, and your dollars are helping him right now. So Jordan, you get to the mission mm-hmm. and I'm sure you felt all of the emotions that so many people go through. You're embarrassed, you're ashamed, you, you want to get your life back on track, but you don't know how to do it. Yep. How did they help you?
2: Um, I was actually sitting underneath the tree reading Lord of the Rings and my bookmark in there was the discip- the discipleship program, Acts training program uh, pamphlet. And so I got done with, you know, like fifth or sixth chapter or something like that. And I went to put the bookmark in there and all of a sudden am like, hold on one second. And this was Monday. Um... And I opened it up, I started looking at it, I went in and found who I should talk to, uh, Dave Stanley, he's the manager of the program, um, and by Thursday I was, I was upstairs starting to integrate into the program and get more help uh, along the way towards recovering my life. And
1: and you wanted that help. That's that's who we're talking about, folks. We're talking about folks like Jordan. That's where your money goes, to to men and women who want to help themselves. And they do. They just need a little bit of a leg up. Mm -hmm. That's why the money that you're donating right now, as Jordan is talking, is helping other young men like him become these incredible beacons of hope and productive members of society. 952-858-8300. As you're listening, dial that number and call right now. Now. So Jordan, you get into the AX program. What did you learn? How how did oh, it go?
2: Um, it went really well. Uh, there was a lot of opportunity that. Um with, with the leaders of the program the manager and, and director to, to work with me to find my skills mm-hmm. and be able to, to use some of the opportunities in the program to hone those skills or develop skills
1: did you know what um, they were I mean you'd been an addict for 10 years no. you were in jail like no. did, did you even know what you wanted to do
2: but as like so that that hopelessness what the mission provides is help and help is one way to get out of that hopelessness and so as i got the help which at that time for me was a lot of like words of affirmation quality time that kind of stuff mm-hmm. really helped me see that i was worth it right so now i'm not help hope you know hopeless and worthless now i feel worth it and then what I was able to do was kind of have this, this self-awareness, which is the S in in um, mm-hmm. in acts, yeah. to, to see, oh, I do have a value. And being able to have people to talk to when I when I fell short of trying to achieve some things, having the people in the program, uh, especially the staff, to be able to talk to and work things out. And some of the struggles I was going through, the, the legal issues, some of the, the court stuff, and getting feedback to not have that be so detrimental to my life where I fell back. Mm-hmm. And I, it was kind of this, the the big thing was this consistent progression forward and up. So there was a, th- basically what, the way that I look at it, getting into the discipleship program set me on a trajectory. And as long as I stayed, as long as I wanted to, to help them help me help myself, right. then I stayed on an upward trajectory for my life. And there was, there was a consistent, um, like, desire for
0: me to succeed and
1: do mm-hmm. well from, mm-hmm.
0: from all of the staff at
1: That's what your dollars, everybody, are doing. They're, 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 it's, it's almost like you're, you're, you can buy self-worth. You can help friends like Jordan. You can help. That's what he needed. He needed a program like this. He couldn't afford it on his own. He was homeless. He was abandoned by his family. He was an addict. And now through these programs like the Axe program that you are help paying for right now. Nine five two eight five eight eighty three hundred. You are paying for that, and I am so grateful. And I know Jordan is. Jordan, tell us about your life today.
2: Okay, so I I graduated the AXE program uh, in twenty twenty one. I moved out and I started to rent. Um, well, let's take a step back. Um, so I didn't know what I wanted to do for a career. I knew that I had mm-hmm. the abilities through the the manager and director of the program and all the support I had. I was able to understand, you know, that I had some worth. And when I, when I started to look at what I wanted to do, um, I was able to get through one of the, the staff members a connection through Local 455. And, uh, Which is a union. Un, yep, mm-hmm. a Local Pipe Fitters uh, and HVAC tech, Technician Union. And um, I had a conversation, and that kind of just set the path for me to get established in a career. Uh, but and it's, a
1: career, I mean, an yep. apprenticeship, because you don't know how to be a pipe fitter.
2: Nope. Right. Nope. So I, you know, starting off with the education portion of it, Mm -hmm. but first off, being able to to get into it is a difficult part. But knowing that I had all the resources behind me, help through the staff at UGM, and then some of my other mentors that I met through UGM, being able to help me through that process of filling out and getting all of the paperwork, I had to get my high school diploma, which going through all that stuff was really difficult to get. I didn't Mm -hmm. even know where to turn, but there there was a few different people at UGM that were able to give me the right contact information to get that and obtain that. Um,
1: Were you living at the mission the whole yep, time?
2: Yep. Okay. So okay. throughout the first three years of my apprenticeship, I was living at the mission because um, wow. it just did. I hadn't bought a house before. I didn't know what of that course. was like, and I needed to still pay off and take care of all the stuff that was carryover from. My previous very unhealthy decisions. So right. it's not and like it's not like that day that I got sober that my life you know all of a sudden changed because the life that I lived before mm-hmm. is still carrying over into the life that I'm trying to live now. So there was a lot of hardships that I had to overcome even yes. after I'd gotten sober for years, and it's still I mean there's still there's still areas that I have to work on, but. The, Honey, there's areas we all have to work on. <laughs> yeah, Come about on. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the the thing about it is staying staying true to God, staying true to the the values and morals that I learned through going through the, the Acts program um, allowed me to to stay true to something. Instead of you know leaning back on what I understood or, or anything like that, I was able to, to have something to, to fall back on. Um, and so now I have I have a great career that I believe God made me for and uh, last year I met my my now wife and going to be the mother of my first son. Oh my and god! The September we closed on our, our first house, and so
1: I mean, is, are you folks so listening much more to this? It, but yeah. I, I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> we only have about twenty minutes together. Yeah. But but this story, Jordan. I mean, I, I literally have chills because the you, the mission helped you so much. And when yeah. I hear that you got to live there for the three years during your apprenticeship and getting your GED mm-hmm. and making these connections, like friends. What you're doing when you donate right now at 952-858-8300 is you're giving him a break. You're giving the Jordans of the world a break. And who among us doesn't need a break? Who among us doesn't need a friend to say, oh, I have a friend in the union, go talk to them, or I have a place for you to stay on my couch? Like, that's what Union Gospel Mission does. It gives amazing people like Jordan who wanted help, who wanted to do better, who understood that he had value, which he always did, uh, but for him to come to that realization. Uh, that's what you're doing. Your money right now is giving Jordan a break and the next Jordan and the next Jordan. Nine five two eight five eight eighty three hundred. I want you to give that break right now. If you haven't called in, be inspired by Jordan and call him and call in now. Jordan, I'm looking at your beautiful bride. I see that she's pregnant, which I never would have asked before because I didn't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> Uh, when is the baby due?
2: December 15th.
1: December 15th. Mazel tough to you both. I, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm verklempt. Like, I'm going to start crying. Jordan, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to add before we let you go?
2: Um, I think the big thing is understanding what, you know, what purpose the mission serves. Uh, if you look across the country, there are issues with homelessness and, and helplessness and, and hopelessness everywhere. Um, and what the mission provides is a pathway towards um, feeling helped, feeling hope, and feeling secure. Um, and that's, that's what these donations are going towards, is the opportunity for the, st- the staff and the, the students to be able to have an opportunity to, to provide help and hope for, for others and, and people in need.
1: What an incredible spokesman you are. I mean, just so articulate, so smart. So you, you really get it. And we all know a Jordan, right? We all, it's not just you now, but we all know a Jordan. We all know somebody who needs that help. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for the Anytime. time. I am so thrilled for your success. Thank you. And your future success, right? Nope. We're making a mini Jordan or a mini Jordana in there, right? A mini Jordana in that belly. We don't know yet, and you don't have to share. It's but Jack. Um, Jack. <laughs> great. There goes my dreams of uh, getting a namesake. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you for sharing your beautiful story.
2: Anytime, anytime.
1: And you can help and you can, that's what you're doing at home today. You are helping these amazing successes like Jordan. 952-858-8300. Call now.